Welcome, everybody. This is How to English Teach and Learn with Gavin M. It's a podcast about teaching and learning English as a foreign language. All opinions stated are personal, and references will be given when necessary. Hi, Gav. Hi, Em. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. I'm very excited about this week's episode. It's episode number forty-eight. It is, and it's all about books. Books that we like, and books we recommend, and new books. Yeah, there is something quite exciting at the end, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna save it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm savoring the moment. All right. Good. You savour away. So <laughs> let's start, shall we? Um, are we going to talk about general English books? Why are, we, why are we talking about books, Em? Um, because they're quite important, I'd say, to a teacher and a student. Mm-hmm. They are a, maybe not a main point of a lesson, but they're definitely a scaffolding, a sort of support, structural, comfort blanket cushion they are i approach books in the way that i approach (laughs) life life which is cautiously (laughs) oh god i could i could have a lot of no anyway so i was thinking (laughs) um i because teachers only have a certain amount of preparation time Therefore, I think it's really good to use books as, as you say, as a support to focus on what language should my student know, what vocabulary, what grammar, um, which topics are typical. And so you don't have to actually use the book or you don't have to use all of the book, page by page activity, Mm. etc. You can instead pick and choose from it. So I think they are a really good guide yeah, for, okay, for that student. For that level <laughs> student. For that level student. Okay, um, I agree with you completely. I think they're a really important resource, even just for the topics that each book covers, even just for the grammar that's in each book, just as an idea of what you need as each level goes along. I think that's what I said. Which is what you said, but I don't know if I understood. Um, I'm just trying to clarify, to be honest, that I've, I've got your point. Would so, you like me to repeat it? No, you'd, you'd repeated it many times. I just wanted to check I understood it. Uh, yeah. So you know, you know, B1 needs to know whatever grammar, because it's in that book, which is a great place to start. So the teacher can just look in the book and think, yeah. all right, what do they need to know? Yeah. There is a small exception, which I will come to later, that there's a book that's commonly used and there's grammar in that book. And I think to myself, I'm not sure I would teach it at that level. Oh, well, so come on, it, tell us. What, it's what not, are you talking about? Well, I was thinking of, is it Unit 12 of English File? Is it? I don't they, know. You're asking me like I would know this. They teach past perfect. Well, that's the last unit. Actually, I do know that. They do teach that in the last unit. But that's sort of like, and here's a little taster of what B2 is. Yeah, so I'm not sure Enter that's necessary. Because even at B2, my students often don't use, well, definitely don't use it and often aren't interested oh, in learning it. So. Do you think it's a bit of a deterrent to go on? Yeah, like, I'm just saying don't mm. take it word for word. Just take what you want from the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the books then, you've got that 
um, you've got that resource there if you like the way they teach it. If you don't like the way they teach it in the book or the topic of the book, then you can go elsewhere and find resources to match that yeah. grammar point. And also, in different books, you're going to have different topics. You're going to have different mm. grammar. So if you're using cutting-edge English file, one of the others, they will have different topics. They will have some different grammar, but you'll see generally they'll be the same. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you, so do you get can a guide. cross you can cross over and see, well, how do cutting edge teach that grammar point? Do I like that topic more than yeah, English file, for example? Yeah. Does that suit my student more? Should we start on general English? Yeah, why not? I mean, what, let me just what's check. Your, what's let, your book? Oh, wait a minute. Let me just check that I've thought that through because I wasn't thinking of it like that. And that, that's a nice way of starting, thinking about, you know, what do we need the books for? And I just wanted to read... We the teachers or we the students? Everybody. You know, don't always, like you say, don't just go through everything one thing at a time. Like, you must complete every... Well, you, you can if you want, but I would say it's nice just to pick and choose the bits you like. Yes. But okay, yeah, English file has to be mentioned. I think one of the books I've used the most okay, in my teaching career has to be... Your staple teaching yeah, meal. It's your, it's your teaching bread and butter, isn't it? it? It's like where you go for the real solid, That's stable... Your meat and two veg. Yeah. <laughs> Food <laughs> references today. Um, and I, I love it. I actually really, really like Did it. Did you know they go from A1 to C1 plus? Yes, I did know That's that. Good. Okay. Yeah, and they've got nicely colour coded. What's got your favourite edition then? Third. Is it? <laughs> no, actually no. The second. one before third. Okay. Which would be second. <laughs> it wasn't called second. It Do was just the... called new English yeah. file. So there was English file, then there was new English file, and now there's English file third. There's also English file fourth edition. I know. Which I, know. I haven't even I tell you what, opened yet. The first edition was pretty good as well. I remember yeah. that. The resources were brilliant. I I loved it. The teacher's book, yeah. Loved it from the beginning. So I was just going to say, they've got a really good teacher's book, really comprehensive notes for beginner teachers and advanced teachers or, you know, teachers that have been doing it a long time. Uh, The communicative exercises are amazing. Mm -hmm. I love them. Mm -hmm. And they've got grammar activities in the teacher's book as well. I love the grammar. I love the way the grammar is explained. And then there's the exercises to do based on those explanations. It's very clear. It's very well structured. It relates back to the unit perfectly. You can do it as an optional thing if you want. Repetitive. If you were to go through the book Literally page by page. Okay. Then it is like, okay, now's your vocabulary, now's your grammar, well, I now's should say, your listening. Grammar, vocabulary, pronunciation, practical English, it repeats but I wouldn't, each unit. Yeah, I don't mind that really because I think at lower levels you need that kind of repetition to get into the flow of it. And then at the higher levels you can just decide to change it or just miss bits out if you want or mm-hmm. put it in other things. So that isn't for me a problem. I do think it's funny that the the practical English you mentioned, I think that is a really good resource, the practical English, and how it used to be Mark and Ali, but now it's changed to Rob and Jenny, oh, if you noticed. Yes, they're the couple who are going to hotels and restaurants yeah, and things yeah. and having problems. That gets a bit hard sometimes, I think, if you're like, OK, everyone, now it's Rob and Jenny time, or Mark and Ali, if you're doing the old books. I like but it. I th- it's yeah, a great idea. I think just make it fun, you know, really do what the book tells you to, which is review all the other episodes so that they're following it yeah i think it sounds like loads of fun okay that okay. works for me have yep. you got an alternative to english farm yeah well cutting edge 
I would say it's Pepsi and Coca-Cola, isn't it? The singers? No, that was Pepsi and Shirley. Oh. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Pepsi and Coca-Cola, they're sort of friends but enemies. Oh. Same but different. Oh, okay. I don't know. Have you got a preference? I'm English file. Why? Because that's the only one I've really used. You haven't used Cutting Edge? Not much. Really? Oh, mm. well, I love, absolutely love the listening in Cutting Edge. It's, it's a bit more lifelike, I think, a little bit more involved, maybe. Mm. So English file can be a little bit simplistic, I think. Okay. So Cutting Edge is really meaty. <laughs> those food references again <laughs> uh, for the listening and the grammar again is really good it's very comprehensive and I like the topics as well they seem like really interesting slightly alternative sometimes can you remember any of them that would have been a good thing wouldn't that it would be if really I'd written useful. it down um, I, <laughs> I know the old cutting edge had some really good stuff for alternative medicine and oh the advanced I used the advanced one for a long time yeah they didn't update that for ages and they had some really good stuff about lying and jokes and uh oh my all-time favorite did we talk about it in a previous episode the court case yes yeah yes. so that's in cutting edge mm, Stella okay. Liebeck, some of your favorites in now yeah i love them is there a new cutting edge yeah there is new cutting edge <laughs> yeah okay yeah that's right of course there is yeah so go on then what about any other books for general english that we haven't mentioned probably headway headway's all right i've mm. used headway in the past it's okay. Okay. So <laughs> we looked at a couple of books and they're the ones that you and I, I guess, typically use and might be industry standards, as we mentioned at the beginning. Yeah. Now, that's the general English. What about the business English? Well, again, I think there are two main contenders, wouldn't you say? Probably more than two. But for me, I would go with Market Leader yes. from Pearson. Yes. And again, it's divided into, we've got discussions, texts, language work and skills. So, for example, skills could be telephoning, meeting, dealing with figures, negotiating, etc. And then finally, there is a case study section, which we've talked about before, which has a involved activity where you can have students working in groups, trying to find solutions for problems, all business-based. I really like the case studies. I just think that they can be a little bit industry-specific. So it depends on whether the student has got that kind of interest or if it's relevant to them. Um, so I don't always do the case studies. Do you not? I, I almost always do them. And I find that students who are not in that industry really find it interesting uh-huh. to deal with things in other industries. Okay. Well, it, just, it uses mm. skills that all business people have. It's very heavy on the theme, isn't it, market leader? It I is. Think it's, I, again, I like that. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like it. There's I, also I... videos with the case studies. Mm-hmm. So when you get to the end of your discussion... Yeah. And you say, I think the solution to this problem for this company in our case study is this. And then you can watch a video from a market specialist. Yeah, they are really good. And the articles are great in Market Leader. Really good articles taken from Financial Times, Economist, that sort of thing. Really good Financial Um, Times. The functional language in Market Leader is brilliant. Yeah. I think it's really applicable and, you know, real language. I think it's a bit more professional as well. I find it quite on the formal side of business. Mm-hmm. Oh. Also has a grammar reference yeah, yeah. Uh, section and there's a glossary of keywords, which I always give my students so they can learn the words in advance or afterwards for homework. Yeah, that's really good. In company is the other one. So I love the listening 
in in company. I think they're really authentic, like real people speaking, and they're really funny as well. Like you don't have to have a really serious businessy thing. You can just make it really funny. And mm-hmm. um, there's one, I think, one in um, one section where there's somebody trying to phone up a helpline, and it's all just like, "Can you repeat your customer reference number, please?" And they go through the customer reference number, and then they say, oh, "Okay, I just need you to repeat that one." And it just goes on forever. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> "Wow, this is amazing! Like, this is like a comedy sketch or something." Oh wow! And it's in a book. I really like the topics. Again, yep. I think they're really interesting. I mean, I'm wondering whether in company is a bit for me a bit like English file i don't know like it's a bit more varied there's a lot more going on on the page whereas market leader is quite sectioned sort of separately but english file and in company is all integrated mm-hmm. all things mixed together a okay. bit more in my opinion mm-hmm. anyway so yeah i find in company quite fun yep as you say the layout is much more fun mm. and market leader does look more formal yeah. it might be a bit scary when the teacher looks at the page and mm. thinks oh what have i got to do here how can i teach yeah. this and the student maybe might get a bit overwhelmed maybe i remember being a bit put off in my first year of teaching because i thought market leader looked very serious and, and it very, has very long texts yeah, as well very which i quite like Giving the students for a yeah. bit of reading practice, good vocabulary in there, yeah, but maybe a bit more challenging. As as we said last week, you might find that the business books are a level mm. higher or a bit higher than you would find in the general English books. Yes. So that's a small challenge to overcome. Yeah, exactly. So that's business books for us. Yeah, and I think it's good for students to know a bit about them before. Mm. You know, I've never had a student actually ask me for a specific book, but... You never know. If students decide, oh, well, that sounds like the book for me, why don't you just go and ask your teacher, can we use this book? I've heard it's good. Sounds like fun. Yeah, why not? I'd like that. You know, if a student said to me, well, can we try this book? Yeah, they need to improve their PR then. Who do? The marketing people. Well. To promote their mm, business English books to students. Yeah, they don't aim them at students, perhaps. They they rely on the teacher to decide for the student. And teachers do choose a favourite and tend to stick to the same one. Well, I'd say, actually, the company the teacher works for usually picks the books it's those books that are on the shelf of the library so i mean i've actually asked my school to get books for me that i've liked that they haven't had oh that's a great idea yeah so it comes from all different directions i guess Mm -hmm. it's just knowing what these books are and what they can offer yeah definitely so other books that i just wanted to mention that are really good for resources inside out is a all-time favorite for me is Um, that quite old yeah, they're all quite old, I think, oh. the books I like. I really like Reward. Oh, wow. Do they still make that? I don't know. Is it like a vintage wine? Maybe. Like but an it's antique got car. Such good stuff. They're all so good. Um, <laughs> there's some really, like, really good activities in them. Okay, great activities. Yeah. And that's the end of the resources part, is it? Yes. That's great. Wow. Have you got anything else to add, Gav? I've also thought of my favourite grammar book. Which is what? Oh, let me guess. Is it Big Yellow and from Oxford? Yes, it is. <laughs> is it How English Works? It is How English Works. Or How English Works? Yes. And it is my favourite grammar book. It's got a test at the beginning, three levels, beginner, intermediate and advanced. And you check your answers after doing the test. And for each mistake you make, you can go to the section of the book and see what the error was and learn how to correct your errors. It's absolutely brilliant. It's a really good self-study book. 
And it's also really good for me because if my student says, what is the difference between by and until, I know it's in how English works. Yeah, you can rely on it being in there. And it's just one very easy to understand page with one very specific thing and it, it's DIY so it tells you how to work out the rule yourself yeah. and then you've got some test questions to make sure you understood the rule. Yeah. It's such a good one and they've got some funny cartoons in there too. They have although I don't always understand the cartoons if I'm totally honest. Well that's a talking point in the lesson isn't it? What does this mean? Yeah. I have no idea and then you both just sit there and go mm, no don't know either. <laughs> okay um, <laughs> but it's good and it's got the answers at the back so you can check your answers. I agree. It's quite idiomatic as well got some really uh, nice very natural language in there yeah, I yeah. think and we have to mention the two gurus of uh, EFL Michael Vince oh yeah Raymond Murphy oh of course yeah Penny Ur. there you go yeah she's good too yeah so we'll add her definitely um, all books by them are just brilliant that's good yeah they're names that also resonate with me um, when I think about books for teachers and students yes very good I also thought about reading books, but you know what? Do you remember episode 14? Like it was yesterday. How when to... was that? It was probably, what, eight months ago? How to reading. Uh-huh, yeah. Pop back there if you want to find out about some of M's favourite authors. Yes, yes, that's right. M. Yes, Gav? I have an alternative suggestion for a course book. Okay, yeah. Which is working with diverse topics you don't typically see in mainstream language books. What exactly do you mean? Well, their aim is to be more representative of today's society. Oh, okay. Well, there's a series of course books called Raise Up and there's three books so far. One of them is for all levels. It's all mixed. Second one is a B1 and the new book, which has just come out, which I'm very, very, very excited about and already using with my students and they love it, is the B2 edition. Yeah. Tell me more. Well, um, shall I give you some of the topics that they deal with in the books? Mm-hmm. OK. For example, in the B1 book, they've got a unit which deals with working class issues there's BAME and... So what is BAME, just for people who might not know? BAME is Black, Asian and Minority Ethnic, or BIPOC, as they say in America, Black, Indigenous People of Colour. Right. There's also a unit on elderly people, non-homogenous countries, for example, English in India, Africa, Asia, South America. There's diversity, same-sex parenting, for example. That's amazing. Immigration, blindness, disability... Uh, which is really, really good. It's all about be my eyes while somebody, a person with limited eyesight or blind is on holiday and you give them support while they are on holiday, which is really interesting. So it's from a very different perspective from the other books that we've mentioned. Exactly. Which do have these sort of features, but sometimes they are sort of token, aren't they? I would say so, yeah. Mm. The B2 book also has these amazing topics as well, plus audio and Uh, the uh. topics range from disabilities women in science refugees uh, body types and faith to be honest faith is a topic that i i find difficult to discuss so Mm. actually that's an interesting topic there as well okay that sounds fascinating and they all have the grammar you expect from a regular student's book with answers at the back Mm. so that's what we need isn't it some more sort of refreshing views on the world yeah exactly 
I have a recording from two of the authors of the book. Okay. Would you like to hear it? Yeah, yeah, please. Okay, have a listen. Hello, everyone. I'm Ila Coimbra, and I'm an English teacher. I'm a Brazilian English teacher uh, who lives in Germany now. And I have been teaching English since 2000, and I've been a teacher trainer since 2011. And hi, everyone. My name is James Taylor. I'm a teacher, teacher trainer, materials writer, and podcast producer. Uh, I live in Brasilia, Brazil. Uh, and uh, yeah, I am, uh, I'm a big podcast fan as well. So I produce the TEFL Commute podcast um, and a couple of other podcasts as well. I'm also a committee member of IATEFL TDSIG. And uh, yeah, um, I just we just want to say thank you to um, Gavin and M for inviting us uh, to speak on the podcast. We really appreciate it. We're the co-founders of a project called uh, Raise Up. Uh, Ella, can you tell people about Raise Up and what our aims are? Yeah, the biggest uh, aim of our project is actually uh, very simple: is to provide the LT industry with materials that actually bring a more accurate representation of society. Our teaching experience has shown us that many groups that are typically found in society are actually not represented or not very well represented in ELT materials. So based on these observations and some research we have been doing over the years, uh, we decided to go and provide the industry with something that we felt uh, was really needed. Yeah, and uh, uh, I think what we what we really wanted to achieve was we firstly wanted to provide teachers with actual materials that they could use in their classrooms, which would, as Ila says, offer a better representation of what society really looks like. But then we also wanted to show people in the teaching profession, what can also be done. Right? The fact that inclusion, uh, true inclusion, is uh, not necessarily a controversial or, or difficult thing to do. Um, and, well, I suppose we should mention, allow what our sort of definition of inclusion is, right? Because I think that our scope is pr probably quite a lot wider than most people's. Yeah, exactly. When we think about uh, inclusion, uh, we are thinking about, of course, many minorities, social minorities that are not uh, seen in the um, in, in course books, but they are obviously in society, such as LGBTQIA uh, members or uh, Black people, Indigenous people, uh, refugees. But we also think about other topics that are also not included, such as aspects of faith and mental health and non-conventional families. So the idea, uh, our definition of inclusion is actually bring a more accurate representation of the world we live in. So what we've done um, so far is that we have created uh, some actual course books that uh, teachers and well anyone can download and uh, use in their classrooms or see how it can be done so so far we've published uh, three course books um, we our first book was a multi-level book that was written by Ella and I and then the uh, the the second and third books which are b1 and b2 respectively were written by us with a, a team of contributors so um, we uh, 
we have people coming to us who want to write lessons about topics that they're passionate about. So we've had a variety of lessons on different subjects written by teachers uh, who have never written a course book in their lives. And then also people like Hugh Della and Andrew Walkley, who are obviously very experienced course book writers. So we have this... Um, this uh, real variety uh, of, of writers. Plus, we have uh, an amazing team of editors and illustrators and proofreaders. So we've really expanded this project. So it's not just about uh, our lessons, but about uh, the lessons of anyone who would like to get involved. Yeah, and it's worth mentioning that uh, all the profits that we make selling these books, they go to uh, uh, an institution that is actually committed to social justice. So, for example, the, our first book, uh, the, the profit go to a shelter for LGBTQIA members in Sao Paulo, Brazil. It's called Casaum. And the profits for the second book uh, go, uh, goes to Las Patronas, which is an institution in Mexico that uh, is, uh, deals with immigrants, like uh, giving them uh, food when they pass by a train in the city. They actually offer food and a little bit of human conditions to these immigrants. So um, it's actually a, a project that is uh, involved in inclusion and diversity, not only uh, in the classroom, but also benefiting institutions that are really committed with social, social justice. Yeah, and as Ila said, every, every person uh, who works on this project is a volunteer. So all of the money from the books goes to these good causes. So we've just published our B2 book just, just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and uh, and then uh, in the future, we'll be continuing to publish more books. Next year, we'll be doing the A levels, A1 and A2, and maybe looking in some other areas as well. Uh, we're also going to try and maintain our presence uh, on social media and through our blog and other, well, other things that come up. Yeah, so uh, thanks again to Gavin and M for giving us this opportunity to talk to you on the podcast. Uh, we really appreciate it. And if you'd like to know more about the Raise Up project, then go to raiseup4elt.com. Uh, we're also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So you can find us by just searching for Raise Up 4, that's F-O-R-E-L-T, all one word, Raise Up for E-L-T. And uh, you can find us there. And, um, and you can find the links to, to buy our books. Yeah, exactly. And if you want to contribute also, we can you can find visit us in the site and uh, social media. We'd love always looking for contributions. Thank you very much everyone for listening and hope to see you around. Thanks for listening everyone. That was really interesting. So thinking about diversity in the course books is so refreshing, Em. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm really happy that they're going to develop the A level soon uh, because I've already got the B1 and the B2. Um, so I'm really happy to know that there's some lower level ones coming out. Mm -hmm. it's really These are exciting. all available as PDFs, downloadable, totally affordable. Yes. Very, very reasonable prices. I think it's about £5. They're, about, they're £5 each. That's amazing. Downloadable uh, PDF digital versions. They are, as they mentioned in the recording, they're beautifully illustrated. And as Ela said, about all the money goes to charity. Which, which is, is amazing. Just such a good thing. That's it. Yeah. Um, and James mentioned, you know, what society really looks like. And it's really important that we do represent everybody yeah. in our lessons and make sure that, you know, we're covering all these different aspects of life. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think this is so important from 
teacher's point of view and for the students to experience this. Yeah, absolutely. M. Yes. Just one more thing before we finish. What's that, Gav? Do you remember what next week is? I do remember. And I've been looking forward to it all <laughs> What year. is it? Tell us. This is our extravaganza episode of teacher and student tips it coming is. from our listeners. It is. And we're very excited because so many people have contributed and it's just going to be awesome. We it, were going to do one episode, but now we're going to have to do two. I hope we can fit it into two episodes now. We've had so much feedback. So thank you again to everyone who sent in their tips. And we'll play them or read them out in the next show. And we're really, really excited about so, that. Like our Christmas stocking is, is full of fun stuff. <laughs> Can't wait. Okay. So thanks to Ila and James from Raise Up. And thanks to everybody for listening. We hope that you go to their website. Yep. Great Christmas presents. Have a look, yeah. (laughs) Everybody go to the show notes. You'll find the links in there. Go to their website, purchase a copy. It's all for charity. Your students are going to absolutely love it. Give them for Christmas presents. What a great gift. It's virtual. You haven't got to go to the shops. You can just get it immediately. That's it. M. Yeah, Gav. Well done. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) Em, we covered books. We covered books. From cover to cover. Oh, 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 oh. Nice. See you later. Bye. Bye.